Blog Talk Radio. Today, I have a great person that I'm interviewing. He's known as the Prince of Palm Springs, and his name is Steve Easton. Let me tell you a little bit about him. It's a lot of great stuff. As I said, he's known as the Prince of Palm Springs, and he also recently was presented with the star on Palm Springs Walk of uh, Stars. So he'll be telling us a lot about that. He plays many celebrity events in Palm Springs, as well as numerous restaurants and nightclubs every week. He has appeared in several plays in Palm Springs and Los Angeles. He has also performed at several events in the Menifee area over the years. He is a seasoned entertainer born in Akron, Ohio. He began his show business career by appearing in many musical productions at the Goodyear Musical Theater. He has an extensive background in dance, acting, and singing. He studied at at American Ballet Theater, Ballet Arts, and took master classes at the world-renowned Juilliard School. He toured nationally and has been in several plays. Since being in California, he has become one of the stars of the Cabaret Bear and won the Desert Idol competition in 2008. He is a sought-out performer because he is amazing. He also volunteers for many nonprofits like the Well of the Desert, an organization in Palm Springs, providing hot meals for those in need. And that is just one of the many. So when we talk to him, we'll find out, find out some of the other things he do. He believes that to move forward, that you must give back and do all you can with what you have, where you are. Even though he is performing in Palm Springs, he is making time to perform at all other events. We received numerous, he has received numerous awards for his charitable and performing work including the Call to Severed Award from the former President Obama. Check out his website at www.fleeteaston.com, and that's F-L-E-E-T-E-A-S-T-O-N.com. Welcome, Fleet. I'm so honored to have you as a guest on my show. Well, good afternoon, Robbie, and I want to thank you so much for uh, asking me to be a part of this wonderful afternoon with you. I'm very happy to be here and to talk with you. You're one of my favorite people. Oh, well, thank you. You're one of my favorite people, too. I'm going to ask you some questions. What brought you to California? Okay. Well, it's a long story, so here we go. In 2007, I was singing with uh, 52-piece orchestras in the state of Florida, and while on stage, um, a voice came into my head. I have a voice that speaks to me. It, It kind of guides me. I don't know if it's God or if it's Jesus, an angel, or who it is. But it kind of guides me and tells me what I'm supposed to do. And I learned very early on that I need to follow that voice because it always leads me to every one of my successes. So I was on stage singing in front of 5,000 people, and the voice came in and just said, you need to go to Palm Springs, California. 
You need to be there because you have to connect with the people who are going to take you to the next place in your life and in your career. And I actually, I didn't know anybody here. I had been on tour here, and this was one of the stops in 1994. And I remember when I was here, I thought it was so beautiful that I would love to someday live there. Well, I didn't know it was going to take that many years. But uh, when the voice spoke, um, I knew this is what I had to do. And I was starring in a, with an opera company. I was also starring in a theatrical production company. Um, I was co-hosting a television show. In This was all in uh, Central Florida. I was also, I'm trying to remember everything I did. I also uh, was the voice of NASA radio giving reports uh, on the NASA shuttle launches and a multitude of other things. I'm working in film and television. And I packed up everything and just walked away from all of it. And I was very successful there, and but I knew I had to follow that voice. I packed up my car and drove 3,000 miles all by myself. Uh, my family was very nervous and upset. They, they didn't want me to take this journey, but I said, you know, I have to fulfill my destiny. I was driving 400 miles a day back and forth commuting to work, and I just thought, well, what's the difference if I just keep driving 400 miles every day or more in a straight line. And it took me six days to get here. I just kind of took my time and never looked back. And it's been an incredible journey from day one. So how did you get known as the Prince of Palm Springs? Well, I uh, have done so many charity events here in the Valley that uh, one day I was sitting down with some friends and uh, my former manager, uh, R.J. Taylor, and we kind of came up with that uh, title. And we thought, well, that they were kind of calling me a prince anyways. And so we came up with the title, and it just kind of stuck. And so then um, as a year or so went on, we, they wanted to have a coronation for me here, and they were going to get the mayor to uh, have a formal coronation, but it just didn't seem to work out. So I had uh, met uh, His Royal Highness Prince Mario Max Schoenberg Lippi uh, in Hollywood at an event, and who is a, a royal prince, and we became friends. And so when it didn't work out with the mayor, I thought, well, wouldn't it be really interesting if I could have a real prince crown me? And so I just called up Mario Max, and I said, I would, would you be willing to do this? And he said, I would love to do it, Fleet. And he flew in 16 hours. He flew in from Monaco just to be able to do this. Uh, it was on January 17th of 2016, and we held a royal coronation, and there was about between 250 and 300 people attended, and they turned away a lot of people. Probably at least 100 people were turned away. But uh, that's how that all got started as the Prince of Palm Springs. And basically because of all my charity work that I have done, I've done charity work for probably almost every organization here in the Valley. I've performed for them at one time or another. We estimate I probably have done about 200 in nine and a half years. 
And uh, I, as you said in my bio, I really believe that to move forward, you must give back. And it's, it's just part of why we're all here. We're all here not to, to, we're here to give back. Because when you give back, you receive more. I mean, you know how it is when you give a gift. Isn't it more fun to give a gift than when it really means something? So that's right. what I do. I love giving, and like I said, and I work with a lot of the homeless, and it's just part of part of my passion. You know, show business can't be all of your life. You've got to be grounded, and you have to have other things because when you're not on stage, you, you have to live a life. And I love being a part of all this. You recently received uh, the Palm Springs Walk of Stars. What is this? And how can people find your star so that they can say, I saw the star and I touched it? And they're for different categories for either acting or sporting artists, uh, a movie star, for different categories, humanitarian. And so what you do is someone nominates you. Then you uh, supply paperwork showing all of the things that you've done to meet the the prerequisite of what they're looking for. Then you go before a uh, board, the board of the stars. Then they they vote to see if they would like to have you on the stars. It has to be a unanimous vote. And then once that happens, then you either have a fundraiser, which cost ten thousand dollars and you can have that I had a fundraiser and my friends and my family and all my fans got money for it. Or you have a contributor who can give ten thousand dollars. That's a, a, a cost for it. And that's how you achieve getting stuff but you have to meet the criteria. My star is a golden palm, which means my basic thing is my humanitarianism. That's why what my star does say singer, actress, humanitarian. And my star can be found at 360, 360 North Palm Canyon, right in front of the Zool restaurant. That's fabulous. Um, I saw you in action in L.A. as an, uh, as an actor. You were terrific. What plays have you been in, involved with since coming to California? Well, since I've been here, I've done quite a few plays here locally, but some of the, the best ones I really loved is the one that you saw me in was we, our preview of The Tin Can, which was written by my dear friend, Miss Kathy B. Uh, she wrote this most incredible play about the homeless, uh, the people on the street, and uh, the music in that, uh, if you remember how fabulous the music was, uh, we did quite a few backing things. We're trying to raise money uh, because uh, they, she would love to take it to Broadway, and I think it deserves to go to Broadway because it tells a fantastic story. It goes right back to the homeless, and how I got the part is a very interesting story. I was at a party, and we just started talking, and I had mentioned to her that I work with the homeless, and she just happened to say, oh, my gosh, I have written this play that deals with the homeless. And I said, well, you know what? I said, I, I know the subject. 
and she says, I think you would be fantastic as the lead in the in the play. And and uh, it's about this kind of reclusive man that's kind of he's an artist, but he's kind of homeless, and he's he's a character. And I said, well, you know what? I I know this part. I know these people. I know where they come from because when I when I have worked many times with the homeless, you know, I just don't feed them. I sit down with them and I talk to them and I find out their stories. And that's what's really interesting because every one of them, an amazing story of how they got to where they are. You know, so many people that I've worked, that I have fed over the years, I mean, some of them had great wealth and due to uh, health, financial, they found themselves homeless. So I just diverse there a little, you know, a little side there. But um, so we did that show and we did a few of performances uh, oh, at the Hollywood Women's Club. Wonderful show. And just now recently, I just worked with Gavin McLeod, Joyce Bullifant, and Roger Perry in a, an original uh, play that Joyce Bullifant wrote the play and her husband, Roger Perry, wrote the music and... We appeared at the Indian Wells, a wonderful place called Christmas at the Grand Old Town. And I hope that they will bring me back every year I hear to do that show. I told Joyce, when you get this to Broadway, I want to run of the con- run, of, run of the play contest. <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful That sounds great. It's a history of the Colorado something I never knew about. So how did you learn to dance and sing? when I started back with the theater, running around the house. All my relatives kept saying, got to put soap. And, of course, being back in Ohio, not just too many people knew anything about soap. So it took me so about, so I was in my teens, and my system took me to audition for a club. I knew once I got to, I knew what I was going to do the rest of my life. So I did a lot of dancing and many of the music. But then one day I thought, you know what? You're throwing a lot of terminology. Even though I'm able to do what they're asking me and they show me, but when they throw the terminology out at you, if you don't know what the terminology is, you're, you're <laughs> going to blow your cover. <laughs> you don't have what they think you said. So. Um, I started taking ballet class, and I'll tell you, I went up very quickly. In one year, I was starting from As I said, I was there. I was a complex before I started, but taking the classes within a year, I joined the taking classes American Master classes uh, on the weekends at Juilliard, and they were grooming me. Actually, I was being groomed to be a senior, and I started having a lot of issues with feet and ankles. And one day I woke up and I thought, you know what? I don't want to be in pain on all, because most of my teeth are stresses or pain. Women are built with an open pelvis, men are not. And you have to spend years forcing that pelvis open. 
So it talks a lot of a lot of issues in your box. There's um uh, also all the leaping and stuff that takes control underneath. So one day I said, you know, I went in and I said, I I I don't want to do this anymore because I'm in so much pain. I'm going to go into acting and that's what I did. And of course I never had to pay for a class. Um I had scholarship after scholarship after scholarship because they saw my potential that I had. And they, they invest a lot in me. But um, it's time for me to move on and start doing my acting show. But I started auditioning for off Broadway shows. And every, they only wanted me for dancing, and I wanted more than that. So I went back to Akron, Ohio, and I started learning how to become a nightclub entertainer. And that started my, my nightclub career. And, uh, I bought a guitar. And I told my mother, I'm going to learn how to play this, and I'm going to start entering talent contests. So uh, the first one I went out for, I, I tied for first, but they ended up giving it to the other person. And then the second one I went out for, somehow, you know, that voice, I wasn't aware of that voice yet, speaking to me, but I had that intuition that I kind of knew things. So when I left that night, I told my mother, I said, you know what, I'm going to win this. And they're going to love me so much that they're going to hire me. And, you know, I just, I went out that night. I won it. The next day at 4 o'clock, the uh, band there, the, the uh, band leader called me, and they hired me. And I sang with that band for four years. And that was my training ground of starting my entertainment. You perform at many places. Oh, yeah. I've, I think I've done about everything there is in the business. I work in front of the camera, behind the camera, on radio, been uh, a gaffer, I, you name it. I've learned to do about everything. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm missing you, Robbie. Go ahead. I said there are places that you play all the time. Where are some of the places people can come and hear you perform? You know, right now I've I've kind of taken a, a little bit of a hiatus. I I've been off for about four weeks now. Um, I also am the soloist and the musical director for Interface Spiritual Center Worldwide. So, uh, if anyone is ever in Palm Springs, uh, we're at the Leisure Center every Sunday morning at 10 p.m. Uh, but as I said, I, I've been taking a hiatus right off right now. I'm very involved with His Royal Highness uh, Prince Mario Max Schomburg Lippi. We just had the Royal Caviar Festival here in Cathedral City, California. Uh, I was the headliner for that. It was an incredible evening. Awesome. I mean, I got to congratulate him for having such a wonderful event. And uh, him and I are going to be appearing in Las Vegas this month. Not sure quite where, but I know we're appearing there. Uh, it's with the Chinese government. And I'm just waiting to hear when and where and what time that's going to be. So right now, that's just about what's happening at the very moment. I have uh, several jobs in the work uh, that we're working on right now and sealing down contracts. Uh, but I really can't give that information now because they're not confirmed yet. I know you've received lots of awards for great community work. Share some of them with me. Well, 
as you had spoken earlier, I received I received the Angel of the Year Award in 2000, 2013. In 2012, I received the Touching Lives Humanitarian Award in Hollywood, California for my humanitarian work. Some of the most notable who also have received that is Al Jarreau and Tippi Hedren and, and Smokey Robinson. Um, that was a very wonderful uh, award. I, 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 You attended that, didn't you? You were there when I received that? Yes. Yes. Yes, and, and like I said, and then I received the Angel of the Year Award. I received um, the Call to Service Award from President Obama. And then followed by that, the call to service award for President Obama. And, you know, I'm from the city of Riverside. I, I received recognition. So I, I'm i working on it, working on some more awards. I, you know, I'm not recognized for the work that you've done. And, you know, I, I, I said, like, in my star, when I received my star, I know that I've left a, a little bit of a mark here. So... When future generations are here, they'll look back and they'll, they'll go, oh, my gosh, look at Sleepy Easton was here, and he made his mark here. Well, you better get your your um, your your wall that, you, you know, you're, uh, you're going to need a bigger wall because I heard that an event you're doing on April 22nd, you will be receiving numerous more awards, including the Call to Service Award from President Donald Trump. So... And you better get your wall ready because I'm sure it's already pretty full. But I know wow. you are receiving them because you are a great performer and give so much to the commu- back to the community. Well, they, oh, and I, I, I want to mention that the Caviar Festival that I just performed for, that all the money that was made from that went directly to the veterans and their children. And as I said, that, that was a wonderful event very successful. I'm very happy to be a part of that because I love giving back and, and that's just part of what we all do. So what is your what is your passion? What is your you know, what is the thing that keeps you running every day? What keeps me running every day? Well I love you know, I love singing. Singing you know, singing is like um it's like medicine, you know, when you're when you're not feeling well or or having issues and stuff, when you start singing, it just makes you feel so good. I want to tell you, sometimes in the car, I'm my, I'm my best my best entertainment. I'll be singing along, just, you know, and I'll go by people, and they'll just look at me and smile. But um, as other passions, oh, I love, I'm a creative person, so I, I like different art fields. Um, I'm also an, a trained artist. Um, I've been asked several times, to do several art exhibits, which I'm very passionate about. You know, when I was younger, when I first started out, I, uh, as I said, I went to art school and I did a lot of art shows. And but show business took over, and I thought, okay, someday, when I get a little bit older, I'll go back to my painting and my artwork. And then when the Palm Springs Art Museum here. Uh, they contacted me to do their celebrity art auction. Um, I did a piece for them, and I said, "Well, I guess I've reached that place now." <laughs> I reached Time that. to go back. <laughs> you know, you have lots. Of, you have lots of your great music on YouTube. So, how can people uh, find you on YouTube to listen to them? 
And it's such a variety. Like I mean, I remember when you did that opera piece, which is my very, 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 very favorite. But you just never know. Uh, Well, you you can do so many kinds of music. I sing every genre except hip hop and rap. And I and I can and I do it. I think I do it very well. that's not being conceited. I just I'm confident of what I do, and and I, I I put out the best I can do. But yeah, I, I'm I'm one of the not many artists are be able to sing so many different genres. And if they want to check me out, all they have to do is type in Fleet Easton YouTube, and all my videos will come up. And, and so see how my, can people how can people reach you if they want to connect with you to book you for an event or? Yeah. Yeah, they can reach me several different ways. They can reach me at Fleet Easton at Yahoo.com. That's one word. Fleet, F-L-E-E-T, E-A-S-T-O-N at Yahoo.com. They can reach me that way. Or reach me on Facebook. Um, I have three walls. One is Fleet Friend Easton. And many people think that Friend is my actual middle name. But the reason I have friend in my name is I'm associated with an anti-bullying campaign in Hollywood founded by uh, Ronnie Krell, who was uh, on Make Me a Supermodel. He's an actor and singer in Hollywood, and he formed this anti-bullying campaign, and, and I'm a part of that. So they asked anyone that's involved in that, please put friend in the middle of your name. That way, whenever a name pops up with friends in the middle, we all recognize each other because there's quite a few of us, and some of us have never met. So they can go on there and find Fleet Friend Easton on Facebook. Uh, also, if you want to friend me, please send me a private message because I'm, I have a preview page, and I'm, I try to, you know, there's a lot of spam out there, and there's a lot of people fishing out there want to be my friend. But send me a private message right there on Facebook wall and say that you heard me on Robbie Modder's show, and I will send you. And then also, um, I have the Fleet Easton page, so I would love it if that's my fan page, if, if everyone would like to go there and like my page, and you can leave comments. And then also, um, I have the Crown Prince of Palm Springs. I have that wall also, so if you'd like to go there, there's also a message board there. You can leave a message and contact me on those different things. So we have like uh, two minutes left. What would you like to share with our audience in our last? Well, you know, this has been, I just want to say this has been an interesting journey for me, Robbie. Um, when I came here nine and a half years ago, I thought it was, you know, that it was going to connect a little faster, but you know, God has his own plan and it's going to happen when it's going to happen. But I'm very grateful that I listened to that voice and followed what it told me to do. And I have have had some amazing experiences and I've met some amazing people. And I know that my journey is still going and I have so many wonderful, exciting things to experience yet. And I just want to thank God for letting me experience those things in my life that I've always I dreamed of as a child. 
Well, you're very, very, you're probably one of the most talented individuals that I've ever heard. And the fact that you can do all kinds of music, plus you dance as well. And your dancing is amazing. When I started doing my, adding country to my set, people were kind of like a little in shock because they never expected that to come out of me. But uh, people don't know that I sang, uh, did benefits for the rodeo for many years. So I'm very familiar with country music. <laughs> well, Fleet, it's been wonderful having you on the show. It's amazing how fast how fast uh, half an hour goes. You are fabulous, and I, we wish you everything wonderful, because if anybody deserves it, it is you. And thank you again. Well, you're fabulous. And you know what the secret is? Just show up. That's true. That's my saying. Talk to you later and have a fabulous rest of the day. Oh,